welcome to the Millionaire Mompreneur Project. Let's face it, life goes fast, and sometimes, no matter how hard you try, it's easy to slip from purpose-driven into autopilot. My name is Jesse harris Bowen. I am a mom of four, lifelong entrepreneur, and former professional 300-mile-per-hour race car driver turned certified life and business growth expert. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring stories and intentional advice to empower your thoughts and actions and finally create the life and income that you desire. So buckle up, sister, because we're about to get you back in the driver's seat. Welcome back, my friends, to the Millionaire Mompreneur Project podcast. Today, we are talking about how to create the perfect offer for your audience. And the reason we're talking about this today is because I actually get a lot of messages asking how I do all the things, right? I'm writing books. I'm hosting sisterhood groups, the Millionaire Mompreneur Sisterhood. I am hosting and recording a podcast. I am putting out passive products as well as live active products. I am hosting retreats. And, you know, the reality is that these people are like, I want to do what you're doing. How do I do it? Well, the truth is, number one, I wanted to do all of this five years ago, too, and I couldn't do it all. I couldn't. There's just no way to show up and make all of these things happen before you even have an audience. That's actually number one. But number two, there's no way you can hold all of those balls in the air until you start to solidify and get really good at one thing and then two things and then three things. So one of the things that I say specifically in response to them is choose your perfect offer. Choose that one thing that you want to be known for, that you want to be an expert at. Go all in on that and only then do you get to add in one of the next things on your list, right? So I'm going to break this down for you as in how to create the perfect offer for you and your audience so that then you can add in more of the things that you also want to do. I remember creating offer after offer after offer that didn't really help me grow. It just wasn't connecting with my audience. And although it was great content, it wasn't what was connecting with my audience. And that's what I need you to understand here. So if you have an audience of one or an audience of 100 or an audience of 1,000, I don't care, but you are an influencer even with one person. So I want you to first... Pull your audience. Ask the people who come to you for inspiration what it is they are looking for or want more of in their life or are having trouble with, right? You've heard me talk about it time and time again about how to be a painkiller versus a vitamin when it comes to the offers that you put out. Fantastic. But sometimes the painkiller that you're offering isn't the painkiller that your audience wants. So I want you to ask those people first, right? Literally open it up and ask them. I am a huge fan of Instagram stories. And so I use the poll feature on there a lot, but I actually also now have started using their question feature where they can actually type something in when I'm asking questions like this. And I do that because a lot of times I might have a really good idea, right? Of where to start. But then once I start putting it out there to them, they actually give me 
way more than I even thought of, right? And it's because I gave them the freedom to either share it in that question area of the Instagram stories or to private message me or to share it in the comments of a post in my free Facebook group, The Millionaire Mompreneur Sisterhood, or to click reply to the email that I sent them. Guys, give them the freedom to speak freely. Very often that little bit of an idea that you put out there will turn into something so much bigger and so much more alignment with who you are and what they're looking for based on the feedback they give you. So the next thing that you want to do is you want to do a little bit of research. Yes, we just did some research by asking your audience, but more than that, you want to take that idea you have and take that feedback that they give you and run with it, right? So a few ways that you can do this is number one, take a look at your Google analytics. So I will go and look at all my blog posts and all my podcast episodes, and I'll look at what ones are getting the most views and the most shares. And that very often tells me, oh, my people really love when I talk about direct business strategy, right? So this past week, I put out a podcast episode about how to create six figures in network marketing. Guys, of course, I'm passionate about that. And I actually thought about doing that topic a long time ago, but it wasn't until I did my research to realize that the people who are following me were actually looking for that. Did I decide to do it right? That came down to my research, just like this episode today. So more than that, I also started doing research on platforms like Pinterest. Pinterest is the number one big best place to get new leads right now. So go to Pinterest and take a look at the top pins in your industry. I always get so much interest perusing on Pinterest. Listen to me, I sound all fancy, perusing. It's funny, I really don't know much about Pinterest per se. Like, I actually have somebody that is just recently started doing my Pinterest account. I've never pinned a post or whatever it is that you do. Like, I'm sitting here looking so silly because I don't even know what the real correct words are, right? It's like called pinned a post where you would save it and or share it or repin it. I've never done that because I have a couple friends who literally told me that they would get lost for hours on Pinterest looking at all, you know, fun things like house design and hairdos and recipes. And I've been on it enough to know how great it is. And I've used it, like I said, for this research, but in regards to actually pinning whatever it is that you do into folders or something, I don't do it because I don't like to get lost. But I actually have like pages and pages of ideas that I would love to run with that were all inspired from Pinterest. Now, the other thing that you can do when it comes to research is go to Google or whatever search engine you like to use best. Google's just my go-to and simply start typing in things like how to or business. You will be amazed at how you can exactly see what the most popular searches are for the area you're researching. So for example, I read this once a long time ago and it works really well and I can't remotely begin to tell you where I read it, but they tell you as you are searching for things to gradually add search terms and then it will populate more things and give you more ideas, right? So for example, you might first look up job interviews and then maybe you're going to look up prepare for job interviews 
And then instead, the next time you look up how to prepare for a job interview. And so by doing that, in that order, like slowly adding on, it will allow you to ultimately search for as many different areas that might pertain to this as possible. And then you can do things like search for more general terms, because when you search for the terminology that might be used on like a professional website, it's going to give you more results. So instead of saying something like, my head hurts or I have a headache, you're going to put in something like headache relief and then it's going to populate what it considers to be the most reliable results based on popular searches. Another example might be like, for example, if I want to look up business hacks, right? Because I know that my clients love a good life and business hack. I'm not going to type in what are good business hacks. To get the best results, I'm actually just going to type in business hacks. And then you're going to see things pop up that say business hack for startups, business hacks, a guide for startups and entrepreneurs, business hack PDFs. These 100 small business hacks are right on the money, 100 shortcuts to success in business, 10 quick growth hacks to grow your business online. You get the idea. And then the other popular research, we're just going to call it a hack, research hack that I do, is I actually cheat by looking at what some of my competitors are doing. So although they might be people I totally love and support, in reality, we're doing something that's very, very similar or much in alignment, right? I'm going to go and see what it is that they're offering and then read the reviews, What are people saying about it, right? Like, go be a private eye spy and just soak in all the goodness and all the badness. Because very often you will see that they've done something that there's almost no reviews on, right? Or you'll notice that they offered a freebie in something, which this is actually going to lead in just a little bit into another tip I'm going to share, but like you'll notice they offer a freebie for something in this specific like subject area, but you'll notice they never build a program with it, right? So you're like, hmm, that's interesting. Now, if it's a brand new freebie, they don't have a program yet. Obviously, they just haven't gotten that far, right? They're testing the waters with the freebie. But a lot of times you'll notice people who just kind of have this overall freebie hanging out there because guess what? It's hard sometimes when you are creating these things that we have all freebies trying to give people massive value. And so you just keep it around. Even if it's not your best thing, you just keep it around, right? So you can not only get great ideas by cheating off what your competitors are doing because of the positive reviews, but also on the reviews that you notice just aren't there. Now, I do want to caution you here to not get lost in consumption. I have done a whole podcast episode about not allowing comparisonitis to kill your dreams because when we start consuming too much instead of creating, we get lost there. And then we start feeling like we'll never be able to offer something as good as that person does or they've already done it. So why should I? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self-doubt can be so fierce when you get into a consuming 
mode. And so I really just want to caution you here to just look at it from the outside in. Okay. Don't dive into what they're doing. Don't try to rebuild what they did with their 10 step program and put it in your own words, dude, like stay true to you, right? Like how would you deliver something on that same topic, right? Different content, same topic. Your unique approach is what's going to make it different. It's not stealing it. It's not cheating. If you get an idea from someone else, okay, as long as you put it into your own words and how you specifically would do it, right? I mean, if you Googled how to create the perfect offer for your audience, I'll bet you there's hundreds or thousands of other people out there who have done blog posts about it or podcasts or written a book about it, right? Or offered a free PDF. But what I'm sharing with you is how I create the perfect offer for my audience and what has resonated best with my audience. Therefore, now I'm delivering it to you in only the way that Jesse can. And another tip to that is because I know I can easily fall into comparisonitis when I am cheating, looking at what other people are doing. I actually have my team do this for me now. Sometimes in a great blue moon, I will go ahead and like look up a couple things quick, but then I will be the one that tells them, I need you to go dig deeper on this. I need you to go get some bigger pain points for me. What is resonating with people? You read it through. Tell me what stands out because I don't want to be swayed at all by what they're doing. So if that's like One of the main tips you take away from this, I will be really happy because I know we are so very much alike. If you are here listening to all my episodes, then sister, I know you are just like me and you've had a time in your life when you have paid attention to what everybody else is doing and felt like there's no possible way you could ever do that. So please, 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 please do not get caught up in that when you are doing your research. Now, the next step that you have to do is test the waters. And I actually just touched base on this a minute ago when I was giving you an example of why someone might only have a freebie out on a certain subject. You'll notice that I very often will share a freebie, right? A free PDF download. Freebies even considered these podcasts, right? Um, A blog post. I test the waters with my idea or my inspiration first and see what actually gets a lot of traction. If it's one that gets a lot of traction and a lot of response, then I say, hmm, let's take it step by step here. Let's make a small little price point product here. I call this the minimum viable product. I have a problem and sometimes I get so excited that I want to skip the freebie, I want to skip the small product, and I want to go all in and build this elaborate For example, membership. And I say that because I wanted to make a membership five years ago. And I'm only now going to start doing it here in the second half of this year, which is super exciting. But if I offered that membership years ago, it would have gone nowhere because it wasn't what my audience was looking for at the time. And I didn't even know what to be putting into it. It was overall just a crazy idea to try to go all in on first, right? So what I've done is always test the waters with some sort of free, high-value product. And then from there, if it gets a good response, I offer some sort of small price point product, which is what I, again, call the minimum viable 
product. And I say that because ultimately this becomes a smaller version of that big thing you want to do. So another example here is years ago when I first started in life and health coaching, I wanted to create a meal plan system, my own, right? And I wanted to create my own fitness programs and I did both. But in reality, what people were looking for me most actually wasn't my health and fitness programs. They wanted the life coaching side, the mindset side of it. And I was so stuck on trying to get people to have the physical results that they wanted. I didn't understand that what they were struggling with more, my audience, okay, not everybody, but my audience was struggling more with the mindset behind taking the action with their health and fitness goals. So they both pretty much flopped. I mean, I, you know, got a little bit of traction, made a little bit of money, but certainly didn't actually make back what I put into it. So that's when I came up with the idea of creating what I call a minimum viable product. So something, a smaller price point that will allow me to see if people are actually interested in that before I kill myself creating these huge things that take a ton of time, a ton of effort, and a ton of money. And only once I do that, do I ever consider doing something larger? And again, it's because I have tested the waters. And sometimes I'll even do, for example, with that nutrition plan and the exercise programs, I'll do what I call a split test, right? So I originally thought, hands down, when I was doing that, that my people needed fitness programs that they could do at home because a lot of them were women and moms that didn't have a lot of time. And my husband was like, no, I think they need the nutrition, right? And so interestingly enough, we went all in, did both. We split tested it and found out that actually that wasn't what people wanted at all. I just told you they wanted the mindset piece, but just maybe they would have actually liked one of those more than the other. And that would have been how I decided to go all in on like these media. I always used to think I wanted to have like an app with all my fitness programs on it and this and that. But my audience actually led me to exactly what it was I was meant to be doing, not only for myself, but for them. And maybe I should say that the other way around, not only for them, but for myself, because the mindset is absolutely hands down the number one thing that I talk about how I have actively elevated my life and business to one more in tune with my dreams. Like I can give you all of this great strategy and positive and practical, like actionable technique, right? But guys, what it comes down to, hands down, every single dang time is the mindset behind it because you're still going to struggle. You're still going to fail. You're still going to feel not good enough, right? And so you most likely right now are resonating with that most as well because that's what draws you to me. And so when we talk about testing the waters, I also want you to test the waters in the way of, What format does your audience like best? Does your audience like vlogs best or live video or podcasts? Like, what is it? Now, I used to go crazy writing my blogs all the time, but the truth is, is my audience doesn't like blogs because they are busy mamas. They want to be able to put this podcast on while they're driving to work every day or put this podcast on while they're making breakfast or making dinner, right? Or working out. And so as I am getting ready to launch my second book, which by the way, if you don't know, is called Shut Up and Drive, a purpose-driven roadmap to get out of your head and claim victory on your goals, you can darn well guarantee that it's not just going to be a physical 
book that you can purchase, but it's also going to have an audio version. And that's because my audience has told me and shown me time and time again that what they like best for me is either video or audio. So I want you to think about how you can do this step-by-step process, right? Asking your audience, doing your research online by using platforms like Google Analytics and Pinterest, researching what your competitors are doing, then testing the waters. Start with a freebie, start with a small paid product, and then go all in on that big bad boy once you know that that's what your audience is connecting with and looking for. Only then. And then also test the different formats. I want you to remember that this is not only how you create your perfect offer for your audience, but this is also how you truly build an authentic and engaged audience. Because number one, you're giving them these amazing freebies that they are actually able to connect with and that provides them with quick wins. So they love that freebie so much, they're absolutely hands down gonna jump all in when you offer that small price point product. And then more than that, they're gonna share it out to the people that they know who trust them. And then when you offer that big bad boy product, right, at a higher price point, Again, they are so happy to pay you because you have consistently delivered to them what they need most. And maybe I actually shouldn't say that, what they want most, right? Because I always say people will tell you what they want and it is your job to then tell them what they need to get what they want, right? You guys want more clients. You guys want more money. But guess what? I'm not sitting here trying to sell you on getting more clients and money. Just magically, I'm telling you, we have to put our head down. We have to create systems and strategies and take advantage of things like automation and outsourcing. That is how you scale your business to six figures and beyond. Because... Guys, once you do this step-by-step process that I just shared with you to create your perfect offer for your audience, guess what we're going to do, my friends? Yeah, we're going to automate the crap out of it. We're going to create duplicatable strategies around that perfect offer that your team can help you do so that you can work on starting to create your next perfect offer for your audience. So now you see how I do all the things. I started with one thing. I started with one niche, right? You always have to start somewhere, not everywhere. And before you know it, if you follow this plan, you too will be able to be coaching clients and recording podcasts and writing books and having live events, whatever it is that feels right to you, right? I'm just using those as my examples, but it's not as hard as you've been making it. And I don't say that to make you feel bad. I say that because guess what? That's what happens when we get caught up in consuming on social media. We watch what everybody else is doing and it just feels like too much. Take a step back, my friends. I teach you all the time to focus on slowing down so you can speed up, simplifying so you can scale. 
And the very last thing that I want to leave you with on this episode is as you are creating these perfect offers for your audience, really think about what is it that you need to do? You need to do for others what they can't do for themselves. Guys, do you hear? My kids are crazy today. I'm so sorry. My husband's out in the other room with them. But seriously, I'm going to say it again. You need to do for others what they can't do for themselves. When you do that, you will have absolutely hands down not only created the perfect offer for your audience, but created an authentic and engaged audience who will follow you to the ends of the earth. This is how you establish yourself as an expert in your field. And you are going to ride this wave of momentum all the way to the next phase and the next phase and the next phase of your dream life and dream business. All right, that is it, my friends. Listen, if anything I shared today resonated with you, please do me a favor. Take a screenshot and share this out on social media. Tag me. I am Jesse Harris Fountain on every platform. And as a thank you, I will absolutely share you back out to my audience as well. Remember, alone we are strong, but together we are unstoppable. And I want to take this time to also invite you to the free five-day challenge I am hosting starting April 1st called the Millionaire Mompreneur Shift. I'm going to break down all the dirty details behind the scenes to my six-figure launch. We're going to go over all the mindset, all the strategy, and more. So if you're tired of lackluster launch results, then this challenge is for you, my friends. If you feel like you are hustling harder and harder and harder, but never truly gaining any extra momentum, then this challenge is for you. If you are feeling confused how to truly achieve the success that you see others reaching, even though you're doing all the things, guys, this challenge is for you. If your income has plateaued or you've just had a lot of inconsistent cash months, this challenge is for you. And if you want to increase your profits, delegate tasks, automate your business so that you can increase your earnings without working anymore, but you just aren't sure where to start, then this challenge is for you. And if you show up live, I will be answering all of your questions. Like I said, I'm going to be sharing with you all the dirty details, all the stuff that no one tells you about behind the scenes of launching six-figure programs and courses. Oh, and guys, the best part is we are doing prizes. So you're going to, when you sign up, the link is in the description. You're going to get an email that gives you all the details, right? And including telling you how to make sure you are registered to win the prizes. But we're going to be giving away a copy of my book, The Rush Revolution. We're going to be giving away a free pass to the Millionaire Mompreneur Blueprint Digital Course. We're going to be giving away a free pass to my newest program that launches in April, the Biz Rush University, and more. And you're simply going to share out to everybody that you're not only joining us, but you're also going to earn extra points by then sharing out the details and the videos and the posts from the challenge, and then you're going to share your biggest takeaways. Like there are so many different ways you can continue to earn a ton of extra points. So all you got to do is go sign up right now. It's a free five-day challenge. You've got nothing to lose, my friends. So link it is in the description. Go register right now, and I will see you live April 1st for the Millionaire Mompreneur Shift. I promise you, your dreams are not that far out of reach.